Hey, how's everyone going? It's your host, Joshua Self. Welcome to my show, Self Shoots the Shit. This is episode eight. Uh, thank you all for listening. I have with me my good friend, Michael Coran. How's it going, Michael? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Good, good. Um, I wanted to start off with this, uh, this high school thing that I saw. Um, uh, last weekend, a high school band put on a, a halftime show in Brookhaven uh, High School in Mississippi, um, not too far from Jackson, Mississippi, a little small town. And during this halftime show, the band students dressed as doctors and nurses and aimed fake ones at people dressed as SWAT. And a lot of people found this offensive in large part because on September 29th in Brookhaven, a small town, two officers were killed in a shooting. But it felt like for them to have something depicting law enforcement being shot after real life law enforcement were killed in the line of duty less than a week prior that at the least somebody dropped the ball. And this was extremely distasteful. And this couple of days ago, the um, high school band director was suspended for his involvement in this particular uh, high school band show. And I feel like it was, while what they're trying to say might have been okay, is the issue is like the time and the place. Like a high school football game is not really the time for this level of political activism. And given the nature of the city, like it's not like a big town, and that you have two people who died in the line of duty recently, like less than a week prior, like it just looks extremely bad. But I, I want to see what you had to say about Karan. All right. So, like, my thought process here is that you, you, I think you touched on it. This is a little distasteful. Like, I think that's the first place we want to start. And you don't, like, there's, certain pla- there's a time and place for everything. And, yes, activism is supposed to make people feel uncomfortable. But another key point of that is the timing. And if you know that we recently had officers being shot who have been shot, it is probably someone should have been thinking to themselves like, hey, maybe this isn't the, uh, you know, best time to go about doing this. So, yeah, like while I do feel it's unfortunate that somebody's being suspended for this, I feel like that was, that was, like it's well, t- I, like I'm honestly shocked he wasn't fired, because like that that one seems like just it seems short sighted, I guess. Like especially given like when you know that you know we've recently had officers you know who lost their life in the line of duty, that you would think that maybe somebody would take the time to say like okay, like this is we, what we need to do now is like we need to think about this. We need to. Like, is this the right time to be, like, trying to get this message across? Because don't get me wrong. I'm 100% for the, like, the message of, you know, stop. Because I went and did a little bit of research. It, like, it was a whole message about stopping the violence. 
And that is an incredible message that we need to spread. And granted, we picked out the worst part of the, like the, the of course, you know, news is going to show the worst part of this clip in that, oh, these are the, like, you know, these people are pointing guns at, you know, people playing officers. Yes, but the message that we're trying to send here is that we don't want for that, like, we don't, we want to stop this problem. And it is a problem in, in our, you know, society. But I think it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right place. And ultimately, like, what it, com- like what it comes down to me is the timing. Like, I don't have a problem with trying to convey the message at a football game. I have a problem with, you know, officers were recently lost their lives and now we're, you know, we're doing this. You know, it, it seems insensitive. We don't want to seem like while we want to get our message across, we don't want to seem insensitive to people who have who have suffered. And, you know, these the families of these officers probably see that as disrespectful. And I think we need to be what's the word I'm looking for here? We need to be respectful of that. I would agree. I feel like because it's a small town, there's a strong chance that family members of the officers who died were at the football game. And like that dynamic changes things, you know, like if this had been a much larger city like Chicago or New York or something, I think the take might've been a little bit different, but because it's a small tire knit community, like it's not just has that many high schools, you know? So to see something like that happen so quickly after fatality of multiple officers they seem really insensitive like so you know it's kind of like you know it, like to the viewers out there if you know if you have a loved one who's been lost it's you know like someone saying we had you know people who you know have lost people to cancer so you know you, you don't want to especially like during you know cancer awareness month you don't want to say oh you're a cancer to society that's like we've had, i've heard people say that and like oh my grandmother died from cancer and it's like now now this person is like left you know stunned because you were just you know super insensitive and now you you both are now in this terrible situation of awkwardness this is like that only probably times a thousand because because there's just so much that can like that goes into this yeah. Like it's um it reminds me of when the September eleventh attacks happened and Sony took out the scene from the Spider Man movie with the two towers in it. Um they just scrapped that scene altogether. And I felt like on the one hand I was like, Man, I wanted to see it because it looked so cool. On the other hand, I understand like there are people who had lost their loved ones to this tragedy that would be in the movie theater and they probably don't want to be reminded of the tragedy they just suffered, you know? So it, it, it felt like it was not that the message was wrong necessarily, but because of the time and the location, like these guys got shot less than a week before this uh, production was put on. Like they haven't even been buried yet, you know? It's like, come on. Like it's just a little bit too insensitive to me. Like, for someone out there in the crowd, like, this is incredibly real. And, like, you know, we don't always agree with what our parents do. But, like, you know, if that's your mother, your father, you know, someone you love and care about, 
you know, you, you're not looking at all that. You're thinking about man. You're not thinking about the message. You're thinking about man. Anybody who would like, you know, ridicule, you know, somebody who's going out and doing something like this. I don't want to be a part of whatever they're a part of. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like that has a way of distracting from the overall message that you're trying to convey. I mean, don't get, but it's, that's the problem. Like with, especially like when you're like, when you're doing activism, it's like separating people from the message. And like, this is one of those times where it's like, you, you know, maybe we should have, you know, thought about this a little bit. Like someone should have taken the time to be like, Hey, you know, our city is reeling from a tragedy. Cause that's what that is when, you know, officers lose their lot, like lose their life, you know, protecting people. That is a tragedy. Maybe we should step back and rethink this idea because you have the, you run the risk of one tainting the message itself because it doesn't look good to people that, Oh, of course this is something that now you have a narrative like, Oh, these black lives matters people. They don't care about, they don't care about what's going on in their community. They don't care about cops. They want all cops dead you help feed into those negative aspects of the narrative and you, you don't want that. Yeah. Or at least you, you shouldn't want that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, the way the message is conveyed will often determine how well it's received. Like I know that in my own life, I'll, I have my, my parents say something and I might completely ignore it, but then like a friend might say it in a slightly different way. And I'm like, oh, I never even thought about it like that. Even though my parents have told me, you know, the same thing. A lot of times it just has to do with the way a message is told to how a person's gonna receive it. And it felt like, as you were saying, like this message was completely tainted. Like, I don't think anybody really left that high school game thinking, oh, you know what, let's stop the violence. It was felt more like these people don't care that these cops just got killed. And that, and that and that's the unfortunate side effect of like of things like this. It's like now you, you it almost like you now have to co- like double back with people and it's like, hey, look, I understand that what was said at this time and you know, that was insensitive, but what they're trying to con- like it's almost like you now have to do like twice the amount of work to convey your message because now, you know, you've got people, you know, rightly in their feelings about this. Yeah. Uh, I feel like America is in their feelings over Kanye West too. Oh God. Don't, or, 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 or we were talking about that today. Please don't, don't make me do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause like legitimately I was having a conversation with my wife about this and you know, this is one of the struggles of being black in America. Being black in America is liking someone's art, but disagreeing with their politics. And that's something that, you know, as a black person, you have to deal with. Like, you I, you can really, truly enjoy somebody's music. Like, you know, I've met black people who love Kid Rock, even amongst the shitty things he says. Yeah. And you, like, that's... You know, you don't like when you're a person of color. Like that's something you have to you have to consider. Like it's it's pregnant. It's, it's like you know it's on your mind a lot. And like Kanye's actions and behaviors, like it's there's so many things to unpack with it when you look when you 
truly look at all, everything that's going on with him. Yeah, like uh, we got a few minutes. <laughs> like first off, I think the the biggest thing that we need to look at here is is that I feel like we give our black actors and our black entertainers way too much lee, like leeway and i think it, it like we it, it's coming to a close where we need to start like really thinking about how much we give people and you know how like how much like look i'm gonna let i'll be first one to admit i was out i was ready to be in the streets picketing for bill cosby and you know it took people like really, you know, sitting me down and be like, hey, Michael, listen, I understand that you like Cliff Huxtable was a big part of your childhood, but Cliff Huxtable is not on trial. That's Bill Cosby. And if it weren't for him going out raping people, he wouldn't be in this situation. He wouldn't have these problems. Kanye West is making these decisions at this point. He's choosing not to take his medication. He's choosing to do all these bad things. Yes, he may have problems. Yes, that's unfortunate. But if the, if if you are choosing to, to be in a bad situation and continuously making the bad choice, then eventually you have to you have to live with that. I can respect that you have a problem, that you are sick, but if you are choosing to continue to live with this problem and live in this situation then I, we can't do anything for you anymore, Mr. West. Like, it's time to wake up, Mr. West. So I, I think one of the things that um, had occurred to me is I felt like he was, like, a strong person in our community some time ago. When he first came out on the scene, he was this rapper that wasn't talking about trying to be a thug and I liked that about him and it felt like he had something positive to say and at some point all that changes but I had um, a conversation with a friend of mine who was basically saying that he didn't change like this is who he's been his entire life um, you know things that happened before he became a superstar, you know? Um, so if what I was told is true, um, and that really changes my opinion on him. Like he didn't want to perform at certain HBCUs um, after he got signed, which most music artists that are black do perform at HBCUs after they get signed. And, you know, the, uh, the chick chitlin circuit so he didn't want to do that because he was quote too good for that school and um, apparently he dumped his girlfriend um like like right before he was about to get signed and <laughs> basically lay like i'm too good for your black ass and like that's she said that's what he said. So, um, like, if, if things like that are true, then he didn't really change, but more like the parts of him that we didn't see when we first came onto the scene are showing up now. So it's less of a change and more of, like, uh, an exposure 
like we're able to see parts of him that for years were concealed. And it's possible that his mom dying was what kind of tore down the veil and his true self came out as opposed to him actually changing. And I think it might be similar to when people start drinking alcohol. Like alcohol doesn't make somebody different. It just brings out what's inside to the surface. And we have like all these filters that we use to protect our innermost self from being exposed to the world. But if somebody erodes those filters and it's like, oh, that's, that's how you really think, you know, like that's how you really are. And it's unfortunate that we've had someone that we as a community idolized for so long only to find out that he really isn't interested in us really doesn't have our best interests at heart. And I honestly wish he had been like assassinated before this happened. So I can remember <laughs> fondly. You know what? Like it's never good to have those thoughts where it's like, oh, man, I, I wish you would have gone out at your peak. Yeah. Like, like, like no one wants to think that, Oh, Kanye, you should have, you, you should have gone out after college dropout or, uh, I I I liked 808 and Heartbreak. Some people think it was trash, but and they're wrong. You know, you're entitled to your your wrong opinion. But I feel like you've got like just so much. Like he's done so much for music, and it's, it's unfortunate that you know he's he's like this. Like you know that 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 Michael Scott meme of why are you like this? Like that's that is legitimately how a lot of us feel about Kanye now. Like, why are you like this? And, you know, go back. Like, it, it, it's, again, I, I'm, I bring it back to, like, it's, it's hurtful, like, when someone's, pol- like, when, like, when you enjoy an artist, but their politics, like, make it to where you can't truly enjoy them anymore, like you used to. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, what I would love to happen for Kanye is I would love for Kanye to bounce back for this. I would love for Kanye to, quote unquote, wake up, get out, however you want to refer to it. I w- and I would love for him to become the face of, you know, black men exploring, getting their mental health in check and being like being able to say, like, yeah, I was in a really, really, really dark place. But you know what? I'm past it now. Like that would be like that to me would be great. That would be like one of the best things that could come from all of this. But I mean, more than likely what we're going to happen, have happen is none of that's going to happen. Kanye is going to continue to be Kanye West the way he's been. And like, this is just Kanye, Kanye now. And we just have to live with that. Yeah. So I also had this conversation with another guy that I, I met while Ubering, so not someone that I knew very well. Um, <clears throat> but it was interesting because he said that he liked Trump as president because some of the things that Trump was doing was good for his business. And he said that things that Obama was doing was not good for his business. And when I look at that kind of a perspective, like, in my heart, I'm just like, like I can't be pro-Trump. Like, it just seems wrong on so many levels. But 
if he's doing things that help you get your business off the ground or whatever it is that you're doing, your perspective might change on, on Trump in particular. So if Trump is doing things that are benefiting you, it seems less wrong to support him, you know? Well, I mean, that's generally like that's generally how you come to support somebody. You you look at it like, hey, you know, I've got, you know, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. How are you facilitating that? And if, you know, if party X is not facilitating that, then, you know, all right, party B, what do you got for me? And like, you know, it suddenly doesn't feel like, you know, you're supporting a bad guy when, you know, you think to yourself, like, I got to put food on the table. Like, like at some point I look at it like, but there also has to be a moral compass within yourself. Like, you know, you can't just be concerned about only yourself. Like in a perfect world, maybe, but at the end of the day, like I got to make sure I eat. Like other people got to starve for me to eat. At the end of the day, I'm gonna pick myself. I, I mean, selfish, I mean, Josh, you, you, we both play Magic. We both understand the concept that somebody at the end of the game has to lose. Like somebody doesn't get to win. Like, and that's you know, it sucks, especially like you're playing a friend in a top eight. You yeah. know, of both of you are under the like you both understand that at the end of the day. One of somebody is going to be salty in the car ride home. Yeah, and you you grit your teeth and deal with that. This is a similar concept. Like, unfortunately, not everybody can win, but you should hope that the people like a like that we try to to work towards a world where okay, well. You know, I know I can't always win, but you know, I should at least make sure this person is able to eat too, right? I mean, you would think, and I feel like that's a big part of why people should go vote. And if you are concerned about what your politicians are doing, um, there's lots of you can do. Like, you can lobby. Um, you can raise money for people that you think are going to do good for your community, and. A lot of people are just not going to do anything. They're just going to complain about stuff and wonder why these people who raise money are able to make difference and these people that are sitting on their couch are not. I mean, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing that people understand is that dollar bills is the tr- are, are the true democracy of America. Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> – like, listeners don't – ever ever get it twisted dollar bills will always be the determining factor of what can and cannot happen in america they have been the do- they have been the deciding factor over any any like since the inception of this company of this company well company too country the dollar bills have been the like the unsung reason no taxation without representation yeah, this is all about money. I think people forget that. <clears throat> at the end of the day, you have to put your money where your mouth is, and you got to make sure that you're eating, and the people that you care about are eating. Um, and we would want for people to uplift their community as well, you know, similar to what LeBron did, 
um, when you have that kind of opportunity, but I don't know if we can actually expect it. And I feel like when we look at Kanye, we look at other people in his position, we want them to uplift our community, but I don't think we should expect it. Like at the end of the day, he's only concerned about him and his people. Um, it would be nice if he had our interests at heart, at least to you know some degree, but um, it's probably wrong for us to expect it. And I think, like, that's the problem. Like, you know, we people say, talk about how, like, you know, well, why does like why is it on the this that and the other to do this? Like, to to have to uplift. Like, why do we have to you know put this on one person or another? And I feel as though you know you you have to understand when you gain a piece of power when you especially when you're a person of color, you have to understand that we like, this is a place where you may not like, may not, we not, may not always be. Yeah. And so we have to, to work to make sure we're going to work to keep you in that position, but we need you to work to create and make more of those positions for us. And I think that's what people don't truly understand. Like, you know, like whenever, like my dad would always say, Michael, like when I was going to University of Memphis, like Michael, go down there and talk to somebody. And I never would because, you know, I didn't un- truly understand what he was trying to do for me. Come to find out, he was trying to set me up with like work studies and try to get me on the right path because, and which, what people don't understand is we, you have to, you build those connections because he knew someone there. The same way that, you know, the receptionist at the doctor's office is related to somebody and that's why they're able to get on, even though they have a bad attitude. That's the same way we have to be working to try to get people on. When, when you go to the, uh, you know, when you go somewhere and you're like, why does everybody here have the same last name? That's because they all know each other. They all work into each other. They're trying to get people, like get people in like some, we were hoping for Kanye to open the door for more things to happen. That is what we, that's what we want from him or we wanted from him is, you know, at this point we understand that's not going to happen. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but that, I feel like that's the one thing that people should strive for when they, when they are able to get in the door, when they are able to come up, that they should work to try to make sure that somebody else who looks like them or who's working as hard as them comes up too. Like if you come up from adversity, you should be like working to try to make sure somebody else come came up from adversity. And right now, Kanye is someone who came up who we are not. We don't see it. And maybe there is something like, you know, I don't want to just dog him out this whole episode. Maybe he is doing something. Maybe there is some behind the scene thing that we have not seen yet. And if that is the case, I'm very happy to know that. But right now, it just looks like. You know, we've got this man who's lost his mind, who is musical genius, and is just, you know, breaking bread with the enemy. Is it and, possible that genius is tied to insanity? I've seen a whole lot of people that are really good at some particular craft, but then they're socially inept in these other ways. It's called be, that's called being a savant. Like, that's... 
it is possible to have genius level attributes in one in like in certain areas and be you know socially or like to be socially inept so that is something that is that does happen that occurs naturally but the problem is is that we've you know you've given someone this much a bit like someone with this much ability has amassed this much wealth and now he's capable of acting stupidly gotta love small children folks yeah um i guess that's uh that's probably enough on kanye it's a little depressing it really is (laughs) i mean we just in some ways it feels like a lot of celebrities are like superman and we expect them to come save the day but some of them more or less don't care about public discourse and then others are just actively destroying things and it's like but you have all this power like why are you not doing using it for good but we often hold them to standards that are much higher than our own and at the end of the day they're still people and they're going to do what people do sometimes and i and i think that's important to remember like in this time about kanye is that before anything else before he before he made all these wonderful albums before he was this you know this music icon he is was and is a person and he is a person who is you know subject to faults he's subject to the same things that you and i go through and if I could say anything else else about this is like, this is a good reason why if you feel like, you know, you have problems talking to people or you can't deal with life, you, you need to go get yourself checked out and go like, go see a therapist, talk to somebody and work through any issues that you think you might have. Because if you don't, you like Kanye just to me seems like this is the case in point of why it's important. You have to do these things. Cause if you don't, so much can ha- like you can be taken advantage of in so many different ways. Yeah. Cause like, cause politically Kanye West has been hijacked and now it looks like, Oh, well, you know, he, he's been almost, and he's been made a meme of it at this point. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's the quote unquote black friends that people talk about when white people talk about that. That's what, that's the image that we have of him now. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, you know, but uh, I, I think that's enough for, for this episode. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate your time, Michael. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. All right. I'll uh, see you guys next week.